Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Man, why can't I copyright that name? This is my trademark invention. I'm going to patent that song. Are you confused why that group of lawyers over there is mad at me for saying all that? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about the difference between copyright, trademark, and patents. First, let me be clear, this is not legal advice, and it isn't going to dig deep into the seemingly endless nuances of copyright, trademark, and patent law. This is the top level for those of you who see stories about all three, and they seem to blur together and contradict each other. At the end of this, I don't expect you to be experts in any of these three things, but I hope you'll be able to broadly tell the difference between all three. Let's start with a trademark. These are sometimes, as in the United States, differentiated between products and services. In the U.S., a product gets a trademark and a service gets a service mark. For our purposes here, we're just going to refer to them both as trademarks. We're going to refer to all of them as trademarks. I'm just going to use the word trademarks from now on. Trademarks are used to identify the source of the product or service. In olden times, I might make Tom Merritt's Bakery. And then maybe Sarah Lane also has Sarah Lane's Bakery. And when someone asks where the muffins came from, they could say, oh, it's from Tom Merritt's Bakery or it's from Sarah Lane's Bakery. But somebody came along and started making muffins and selling them as Tom Merritt's Bakery muffins and I wasn't involved, I'd want to stop them. Now, eventually, businesses got more sophisticated than one person making a thing, right? So brand names came along. Let's imagine the Bunny Fresh Bakery. And you'd want to make sure that the only baked goods that are sold under the Bunny Fresh name come from the Bunny Fresh company, Bunny Fresh Bakery. But then somebody came along and started offering Bunny Fresh accounting services. I don't know. Maybe the lady who started it loved bunnies. That's probably okay, right? We don't need a government to get involved. Nobody's going to confuse Bunny Fresh baked goods with Bunny Fresh accounting services. Uh, but then somebody comes along and starts Bunny Fresh baking powder. Whoa. Is that too close? Is that confusing? And what about that bakery over there that calls itself Bunny French Bakery? Is that too close? Is it okay if they just stick to baguettes? Bring on trademark law. The International Classification of Goods and Services, or the NICE classification, is generally used worldwide to keep us from having to decide all but the edge cases. It defines 45 trademark classes, and they update them over time, by the way. Class 30 currently covers pastries 
and baking powders. So bad luck, Bunny Fresh baking powder. Your trademark probably won't be granted or protected since Bunny Fresh Bakery was there first. Now, Bunny French Bakery might end up in a hearing. The law might find it likely that there could be confusion between Bunny Fresh and Bunny French and not allow Bunny French to use the name for their bakery. But generally, as long as there isn't confusion, two companies can get a trademark on the same name. For instance, the Linux line of laundry detergents is not likely to be confused for the Linux operating system. So, Linux soap does not infringe on Linus Torvald's trademark of the name Linux. But confusion is not the only standard for protecting a trademark. We're not going to go too far down this road, but there's one aspect I do want to mention called dilution. That's where someone uses a trademark outside the class in a non-competing market, but it could still be determined to have a negative effect on the trademark. This usually requires the mark in question to be distinctive, famous, or unique. Everybody thinks about X when you use that name, whether it's soap, operating systems, bakeries, or whatever. That's why you don't see Coca-Cola Automotive or Sony Bakeries. And there are lots of other aspects. Don't forget, trademark can apply not just to a name, but a slogan, a logo, even a design. Uh, Burberry, do you know the Burberry clothing line, purses, socks? Burberry's check pattern is trademarked. Sounds and smells can often be trademarked. In general, if it's capable of distinguishing a good or service, it might serve as a trademark or a service mark. One last thing, you can trademark a word that is in common use if you're not trademarking it for the same thing that it's commonly used for. Uh, This is one that often is a, a great clickbait headline. You know, someone is trying to trademark the word BlackBerry. We'll never be able to say the word BlackBerry anymore. Blackberries will be banned from being called Blackberries in the grocery store. Well, that didn't happen. BlackBerry, the tech company, has a trademark on the name BlackBerry because no one's going to confuse it with fruit. Same goes for Apple, by the way. It's, you know, pretty famous company. Might have heard of it. But you have a harder time getting a trademark if it's a common expression. For instance, very famously also, LeBron James applied to trademark Taco Tuesday so he could market his videos celebrating the tradition of eating tacos on a Tuesday. He wanted to put out t-shirts and tote bags. The USPTO denied the mark because it is a common expression, which is apparently what LeBron wanted because he still sold his t-shirts and his tote bags, he filed the trademark to make sure nobody could come after him for selling shirts that said Taco Tuesday on them. LeBron was defending Taco Tuesday for all of us. Another thing about trademarks, is there a use it or lose it provision? A lot of people mix this one up, and it gets really thorny in the exceptions, especially depending on which country you're in. But generally speaking, you have to keep using your trademark in order to keep it. And generally, if you can't show you use the trademark for about five years or so, someone else could take it. People often confuse this with copyright. This is a trademark thing. All right, so let's talk copyright. Copyright is not a trademark. It's not about what you call something. It's about what it is. Copyright is meant to protect an expression of creativity, usually for the life of the author, sometimes even longer as in the U.S., It generally protects creative work, usually artistic, literary, educational, musical. So we're talking books, films, poems, choreography, paintings, and songs. Songs is an interesting example. Composition of a song and the performance of a song 
are both copyrightable, but they're separate copyrights. If I write a song, I have a copyright on that song. If I perform a song and record it, I have a copyright on the recording of that performance. However, to perform it, I had to get permission to use the song if it's under copyright. But the performance itself is my own copyright. So a recording of a song is both a copyright of a composition and a copyright of a performance. I won't even get into sync rights if it's video. Also, here's one that you might not realize. You can't copyright a character. Mickey Mouse is not copyright protected. But you're like, I still can't use Mickey Mouse in my work without Disney's permission, right? That's right. Why? Steamboat Willie, the cartoon that Mickey Mouse first appeared in, is copyrighted. And copyright law in most places, and certainly in the United States, protects derivative works. So you can make anthropomorphic mice all day long. You can't make one that looks too much like what was depicted in Steamboat Willie, the Mickey Mouse there, as long as Steamboat Willie's copyright is valid. Which is why we keep extending copyright in the U.S., by the way. Don't forget things like fair use. Uh, Various jurisdictions have something like it under various names. Uh, That kind of principle generally gives an exception for infringing copyright. You will not be infringing copyright, or technically you can infringe copyright without punishment for purposes around education, commentary, or because you use such a small portion of the work that it wouldn't even compete with the original, stuff like that. Copyright is not a method of doing something. It's not an idea. It's the thing itself. You can't copyright the idea of alien films. You can copyright your alien film that you wrote and shot. Now, there's also this really blurry area called formats, uh, which almost feels like patent law that I'm not going to get into. Uh, But generally speaking, it's the thing. Another interesting example is recipes. That's usually considered an idea. So recipes can't be copyrighted, but you can copyright your presentation of the recipe. So what? Everybody can steal my idea unless I make it a thing and they could, then they could still steal my idea? No, that's where patents come in. Although you can't patent an idea. I'll explain. Patents protect an invention. Patent protection gives the owner control over who gets to make, use, or sell their invention. Again, jurisdictions vary, but in general, patents mostly need to be man-made, useful, and non-obvious. In the United States, you cannot patent an idea. It has to be a process, a machine, a product you can manufacture, or a composition of matter. In other words, it has to result in a thing. You don't have to have made the thing. You have to have a method that would make the thing. It can't just be the idea. You cannot patent a mathematical formula itself. You have to use that formula to do something and then patent that process, you know, like software. The man-made one is interesting. You cannot patent a gene itself. That's a natural object. But you can patent a use for that gene. Man-made strains of bacteria, for instance, have been granted patent protection in the United States. There's a lot of fuzzy area in here. Patent protections range from around 10 to 20 years, depending on where you are, but they are usually limited to encourage invention, 
but not keep inventions locked up from general use for too long. That's one of the issues with software patents. The industry moves so fast that even just 10 years of protection could mean the invention is useless by the time the patent protection expires. All right. A moment to my lawyer friends, if they've made it this far. I now apologize. I know I missed so many nuances, but I hope in oversimplifying, I didn't do too much damage to the underlying concepts. I wanted to emphasize the differences between these categories. So let me hasten to remind listeners who aren't lawyers, this is not a comprehensive explanation of any of these categories, just a primer to help you understand the difference between them. So let's review. Trademarks last as long as you use them and protect how you identify your product or service. Copyright protects the thing you made for around a lifetime or more. And patent protects an invention for maybe a decade or two. Now, I hope you know a little more about the difference between trademark, copyright, and patents. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.